Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Thanksgiving faith. Thanksgiving faith. Thanksgiving faith. Is there a Thanksgiving faith? Well, any and every faith ought to have thanksgiving in it. If you're not thankful for the blessings of God, then, hey, we aren't aware of who we're serving and we aren't doing what we're supposed to do. We kind of understand that the fact that faith includes being thankful for, for all the blessings of God. Every blessing that we receive from God, uh, we ought to be thankful because God is the giver of the blessing. God uh, bestows uh, good force to us because that's all he has to give to us is good. He doesn't have any bad, and he, he does not use the devil's tools. A lot of folks think, well, any disaster happens or anything goes on bad, well, well God, God, God did it. Uh, uh, but there's a difference in God doesn't use the devil too. God didn't do it. Now, well, people say, well, God allowed it, so it must have been his will. Well, God will allow anything that you and I will allow. What do you mean by that? Well, he said, he told us according to our faith, be it unto us. In other words, how we believe can affect a lot of the circumstances that are around us. And what we say and what we do can cause things to happen too as well. Pastor, you mean God just doesn't uh, manipulate us like a puppet master? No, he doesn't. He's not a puppet master. God has given us free will. And we thank God he has that we have it. But because he has, we have to understand our part, what we are doing and what we aren't doing. God will help us to be conscious if we're sensitive to hearing his word so that we can be a more effective doer of the word. So faith includes being thankful for all the blessings of God. And, you know, that just leads us into our first scripture that, that we looked at. And one of my favorite ones that I use sometimes, not even conscious that I'm saying it. What is that? 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 17 says this. Now, thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make his manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. I love that. Now, thanks be unto God, and we give him thanks, which sometimes, no, which always causes us to triumph. We got to realize that God is such a good God that he will always cause us to triumph. Pastor, always, well, sometimes I fail. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes things don't go as I want them to go. But we thank God. As long as we don't quit, as long as we don't stop, he says he will always cause us to triumph. In other words, don't you give up. You continually do what God has ordained you to do. And because you do that, God says he will always cause us to triumph. So what are you saying, Pastor? Keep on going. Keep on, keep on doing your best. Keep on striving. Hey, if you fall down, just like that song that Donnie McClurkin made so popular, get up. <laughs> Don't stay down. If you fall down, get up and continue on again. Praise God. He's a, and I think I got that right. I think he's the one that sings that. But anyway, we just thank God for him 
always causing us to triumph and always giving us the ability to go on and to go further in him. And it's up to you. It's up to me if I want to continue in the things of God. It's just like in, in a marriage, in raising our children, on finding a job, whatever it is that you're seeking or trying to do your very best in, continue, keep on going. And in the process, even if it doesn't look like it's coming to pass, even if things look like it's hindering him, be thankful to God. That prayer of thanksgiving is so important. As a matter of fact, when we pray something for the first time in faith, that's the only time we do it that way. What do you mean? When you pray in faith, you ask for whatever you have need of that one time, the first time. Well, Pastor, how do you pray more for it? Well, when you continue to pray, you start when you reminding God of what you ask him for, but then you start thanking him that is done. Pastor, you mean I got to thank God that he's done what he said he's going to do? Well, you don't have to, but when you do, again, he inhabits the praises of his people. He gets involved, more involved in with you and what you're doing. And when you put your words into actions and then you put your actions into actions corresponding with your words, man, that's important. And that's vital to us receiving. And all through this process, remember, be thankful. Let God know how important and how much you love and appreciate him for helping you. Let him know that you need him. And then let other people around you know when they do something nice, when they do something for you, that you appreciate them. Be thankful to to your children. Be thankful to your spouse. Be thankful to your co-workers. Thanksgiving shouldn't just be on Thanksgiving Day. It should be every day of our lives. And we have so much to be thankful for as Christians. And you know, one of the most important uh, things are that we can be thankful for is our redemption. What do you mean, Pastor? We are the redeemed of the Lord. And it's not just a song that we say we're the redeemed of the Lord and the redeemed of the Lord say so. We actually are redeemed. Pastor, what are we redeemed from? We, were, we are redeemed from every curse of the law. We're redeemed from, the, from dying and going to hell. We're redeemed from the enemy, the devil stuff. And we ought to be thankful for that. Well, Pastor, give me some scripture on that. Well, you know we're going to go to the word. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Well, Galatians 3, verse 13 and 14 actually says this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. In other words, he paid the price on the cross. He took the penalty. That curse is the penalty. And Sin has a penalty, but Jesus paid for it. It said Christ has redeemed us, bought us back from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. And Jesus went to that cross. He paid that price. Verse 14 says, why? Tells us why. That the blessings of Abraham might come on 
the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. We're, we were Gentiles. We weren't born, or at least I wasn't, unless you were born with a Jewish uh, inheritance. We're Gentiles. And we are part and, and parcel of Abraham's blessing. And that's what verse 14 means, that the blessings of Abraham, that's the blessings of, of the covenant, the covenant. Uh, God cut the covenant with himself on behalf of Abraham. Remember, if you go back, Abraham was asleep <laughs> when the covenant was being cut. You go back and you study that out in the old covenant. It's amazing. I remember when studying that in Bible school and Abraham was there and yes, Father Abraham had done obedience and done what God told him to do, but he was in the right place at the right time. But Abraham, the Bible says, was laid down and was asleep. And then all of a sudden that lamp where the covenant pieces of the animal that was sacrificed, that, that, that lamp was walking around while Abraham was asleep. God cut covenant with himself because he could find nobody else any stronger to cut it with. <laughs> so he cut it with himself on the behalf of Abraham. And we're seed of Abraham. Again, verse 14 in Galatians chapter 3 says that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. He is the door that we, you and I, every believer, might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Praise God. The Holy Spirit now in the new covenant that we live, live in and dwells in us. The Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. He lives on the inside of me as a believer. So when we recognize that, we ought to be thankful. We ought to let God know that we appreciate. You know, the Holy Spirit is the, is the uh, person of the Godhead that's in action on this earth right now. God the Father is in heaven. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is in heaven. He's seated at the right hand with the Father. And the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, is here residing on the inside of every believer. And everywhere, in everybody, all at the same time. That's the reason Jesus said when he went to heaven, you're going to be better off. He said, I'm leaving you, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. And that comforter is the Holy Spirit. And we can be thankful for that. A lot of times we don't realize how important that was that Jesus, uh, when he raised from the dead and when he told the disciples that he was going to be leaving. And they said, no, Lord, we want you. You know, if you've been walking around with Jesus, you can understand they didn't want him to leave. But he, he informed them and let them know and let all of us as believers know today that we're better off that he went to heaven because the Holy Spirit now indwells every one of us all at the same time. Jesus was limited to his resurrected body and that was supernatural, but that resurrected body even could just be in one place at one time, although he could appear and we saw that even in the midst of when doors were locked, but the Holy Spirit can be everywhere all at the same time. How is that possible? Because he's God and he is a omniscient, omnipresent God everywhere. Thank God for the all-powerful, the all-sufficient one, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And that's the reason we're so thankful and so blessed because of it. We are the redeemed of the Lord, and we ought to say so. Verse 29 of, of Galatians uh, chapter 3 says this, And if 
you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed. And notice this, and heirs according to the promise. What promise? The promise of salvation. Salvation includes everything that the Bible says is ours. We are heirs. And another scripture says joint heirs with him. That means the inheritance of the blessing is ours. So, you know, we got to be thankful. Jesus, yes, left, transitioned, died in this earthly sense to this earthly world in that sense. He died spiritually so that we could have life and life more abundantly. So then our inheritance, he's still alive, it's seated at the right hand of the Father. But our inheritance now is in our hands to do with as we want and to act upon the word. Pastor, you saying I need to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. Not only am I saying that, that's what the scripture says. And the word wants us to know that part of our redemption package is walking in the power, is walking in the anointing of God, is walking in the ability of God. So as you eat your turkey, as you eat your uh, cranberry sauce, as you eat your dressing, be thankful for that, but be thankful for all the inheritance that is yours. Know that. And that's the reason we need, need to acknowledge God. We're, we are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. That's Galatians 3.29. Remember that. You need to underline that one in, in your Bible if you had not underlined. Are there other scriptures, Pastor, that we need to know that tells us how good things are? Certainly are. In 3 John 1. 3 John. Not the Gospel of John. 3 John 1 verse 2 says this. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Prosperity and health are part of the blessing. Even as thy soul prospers. You know, that's important. Remember, our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotion. That's part of our soul. We're a three-part being. We are a spirit. That's the real us. We have a soul, which is our mind, our will, and emotion. Our spirit, we're as born again as we're going to get. But our soul is in process. The mind is being transformed or renewed by the Word of God. We've studied scriptures that talk about that. And it's in process of salvation. Our mind, our will is coming to, uh, as, as the word transformers, our will is, 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 is uh, submitted unto him and then our emotions as well. So that's just don't, you know, that's the reason Christians that are walking in the light of the word are never going to run amok and do crazy things because your emotions and your will along with your mind are submitted unto God. That's our soul. That's, that's our soulic realm. And uh, a lot of folks say, well, you know, when somebody gets born again, they say, well, those many souls got saved. Actually, those many spirits got saved completely. Now, your soul is in process through the word, that transformation. Pastor, I never understood it that way. But that's how it works. And that's, that's the reason we need to know that we need to stay in that process of feeding on the word and be thankful that God trusts us enough to give us the word. Wow. That's just verse 2 in 3 John 1. Verse 3 says this, For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. Are you walking in truth? If you aren't, start. What do I need to do, Pastor? Make an adjustment and say, I'm going to start walking in truth. 
and then do it. <laughs> is that all it takes? That's all it takes is an a act of your will to walk in the truth. You got to know the truth before you walk in it. The truth will set or make you free, but you got to know what the truth is. And the truth is God's word. And that's an aspect of God that we need to know. He is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus, remember, Jesus was the word made flesh, but he is the truth. And remember, we, we talked about, if you were listening to that trust uh, teaching that we did, which we're going to do another part in, in a few weeks, it's so important. Trust, trust, and truth, that same root word is T-R-U, true. Truth and the trusting of God is synonymous with faith. Thanksgiving faith. Be appreciative of God. And then verse 4 of 3 John 1 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. God says it's the, it's, it's, it's the greatest thing for him. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You see how those words tie together? Joy, strength, truth. They all work together for us coming to a greater understanding. And again, God says he inhabits the praises of his people. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we give him thanks, when we give him praise, when we walk in truth, we're walking in faith. We're walking in trust. We're walking in the ability of God. This is just an aspect, another aspect. Well, Pastor, are there other truths in God's word? Yes, there are. Joy, strength, and true truth. Wow. What are the other scriptures that we can look at? One of my other favorites. Pastor, you got a lot of favorites in the word. I sure do. <laughs> Praise God. One of them is Philippians 4, verse 19. I bet that's one of yours too. And I thank God for it. But my God, and he's my God, and he's your God too if you're born again. But my God shall supply all, not part, not some, not on occasion, but my God shall supply all yours and my need, not just according to what I have, but according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God is so rich in heaven that the streets are paved with gold. Isn't that awesome? Man, you know, we, we, we pave with all kinds of stuff. Some, some roads aren't even paved in some areas <laughs> in the world, in our world around here even. But God's streets are paved in gold. The riches that he has, abundance, is ours if we choose to walk in it. These are just some of the things that you and I ought to be thankful because we can walk by faith and not by sight. Whether we see it or not, it's ours. And God wants us to have it and we ought to be thankful for it, and we can have what the Word says we can have, and we can do it if we choose to. How do you know that? Well, look at another scripture in Psalms 27, verse 1. Psalms 27, verse 1 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? No one when you're walking in the Lord. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one when you're walking in the blessings of God. Why is that? We understand this as we come to a concluding spot today. But these are just some of the blessings that we ought to be thankful for. What is another? Real thanksgiving faith 
says what the word says about it. Real thanksgiving faith says what the word says about you, about me, about your situation. And you can have what the word says you can have. But you got to see it. How do you know that? The word says it. Romans 4 verse 14. Romans 4 verse 14 says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into, he into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. That's Hebrews. I said wrong, but that's Hebrews 4.14. <laughs> Praise God. Hebrews 4.14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. That's Jesus. That's our Lord. That's our Savior. He's passing to heaven. But Jesus, the Son of God, he said for us, hold fast to your profession. That's your confession of what the word says. And you can have it and you can do it. But he didn't stop there. One of my favorite mountain moving faith scriptures is Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 23 says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say, what are you saying? Unto the mountain. Your situation, a real literal mountain, I believe if you need it, but your your mountain, mountainous circumstance. He said, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart your spirit but shall believe that those things with he you saith shall come to pass what will happen he you and I that says it in faith shall have whatsoever we saith thank God for the word thank God for no situation or circumstances too big for God that means no situation or circumstances too big for you thank you Lord and then finally as we'll end on this again Bible's full of scriptures like this, but Proverbs 4.21, another one of my favorite passages in Proverbs. You've never seen it before. Proverbs 4 verse 21 says this, let them, what? God's word, not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. In other words, you mean read the Bible 24 hours, 7 days a week? No, make it a lifestyle practice. Read it as much as you can. And then you, you, want, you look at it and you do it, but you keep it in your heart your spirit and then you walk in the blessings happy thanksgiving to you god bless you so much let's pray uh, the first step as always is making jesus the lord of your life bow your heads and pray this prayer with me father god as i pray i'm thanking you that you are my savior you are my lord because first i confess with my mouth i believed in my heart that you died for me and I made you, or I make you right now, for those that are doing it for the first time, my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for setting me free. Amen.